Hi, my name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, and this is Between the Borderlands, a liminal space where anything can happen. I had some very nice calls following my first stab at Movie Monday that I wanted to share and respond to, but I also need to start with an apology because I received a contribution from Merck the Meek which didn't make it into the final show. I obviously wasn't being as meticulous as I thought I was, and uh, this somehow got lost in the shuffle. So apologies, Michael. Let's give it a listen, shall we? I'm not going to say much about Time Bandits. It's fun, witty, and imaginative. Just a couple of things real quick. I'm fairly certain that as the knight is riding out of the bedroom you can hear the same scream or noise that the crawl minions make when they die. It seems that Terry Gilliam thinks Legos are evil because you can see Lego shapes throughout the Dark Fortress. And also, I wonder how much inspiration was this for Peter Jackson's Hobbits in the three The Hobbit movies? I, I have that same vibe as if like Peter Jackson was going for the same kind of antics and everything with his hobbits that uh, were in this movie's dwarves. Yeah, I don't know. Just a thought. But that's about all I have. It was fun to watch again. Take care. You're right about that noise. You know, I thought I thought those crawl minions sounded more like Tauntauns dying, but I actually checked it out and it is exactly the same noise that we hear as the night gallops away. Well spotted. But what is that noise? You know, is the night some kind of demon? Or is it fleeing some terrible beast, some manxum foe that we don't get to see? I'm not sure Gilliam has anything against Lego in particular, as a couple of callers pointed out in the episode. A lot of the stuff scattered around Kevin's bedroom appears in that finale and throughout the rest of the movie. In fact, one shot briefly shows a folded-up chessboard, a stack of blocks and bricks, and a collection of toys set up to look exactly like the location of the final battle scene. You only see this for a brief moment before a fireman steps on it. I think Gilliam is certainly a master of that misty, murky, muddy evil atmosphere. Did I say Muddy Evil? (laughs) There's a name for a game. Um, I certainly think someone like Peter Jackson couldn't help but be influenced by what Gilliam does. But if you're talking about the more sort of knockabout nature of The Hobbits, Jackson's certainly no stranger to physical comedy, which is present throughout his work. That's not to say he wasn't influenced by the movie Time Bandits. Some great observations there. And thank you very much, Merck. Apologies again for not including it in the show itself. Hey, Spencer. Jason here. Great job on Movie Monday. Just finished the Time Bandits episode. Movie Monday's definitely in great hands. Uh, You wrangled everybody together very professionally. And I really enjoyed hearing everybody's thoughts. I hope maybe the other calls help Carl out some. And, yeah, it definitely is a comedy. It it, it is a satirical take. 
But I, but I think there are things you can get from that comedy if you want to. Like you, I can't imagine without having comedies. If I have a choice these days, I'll pick a comedy over a drama any day. Now, I don't consider B-movies and genre movies and, you know, exploitation movies and things like that really to be dramas. So, you know, obviously I'll watch those. But if I have to pick a, a serious movie over a comedy, I'll almost always pick that comedy, to be honest. Um, I don't know, that probably says something more about my day-to-day life than, <laughs> than I wanted to. But anyhow, great job. I will get right on Dragon Slayer. And here in the next couple of days, get you my thoughts on Dragon Slayer. So take care, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Jason. Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast and former host of Movie Monday. As you heard, I didn't quite do as good a job as I thought I'd done with those calls. But hey, it was my first rodeo. Thanks for the call. Hey, Rob. Uh, I'm sorry? Hey, Rob. That's what I thought you said. Just got finished listening to your first episode of hosting Movie Monday, and I wanted to say what an amazing job you did. Thank you so much. You picked up the mantle. You ran with it hard. You did a fantastic job, and I can't wait for more. Everybody's calls were fantastic. Well, almost everybody's, Carl. I'm looking at you, dude. (laughs) Just kidding, man. Anyway, everyone's calls were great. Lex Mandrake came through. Awesome name, awesome call. The Southwest Sofa crew were amazing. Daniel and Jason, Spencer, your thoughts, everybody's thoughts. Anthony, everybody, am I missing anybody? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, just just one. Hey, Rob. That's better. It's, you know, 5.30 in the morning or whatever. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait for Dragon Slayer. I watched it a year or two ago. Um, and it was fantastic. So I'm stoked to watch it again because that movie kicks ass. So thank you so much. Henchman, again, as always, thank you for the idea. Uh, Free Thrall, thank you for hosting. Everybody, thanks for your amazing thoughts and words. And until next time, folks, peace out. Thanks, Joe. Joe of Hindsightless there. And I really appreciate that, man. And I'm in no position to comment on your on you missing anything out there. Not that you actually did. We're all there in one way or another. Hey, Spencer. Daniel from Bandits Keep calling in about the Time Bandits episode. Not quite done, but I don't want to forget driving, so I apologize for the noise. But um, on the first thing, kind of the comment you had to me about comedy, you know, it's interesting because, yes, I love to laugh, and I love to have that in my games even. Like, I love jokes. I love that kind of stuff. I just don't, like, generally watch comedic movies and it's interesting because i know people that will watch comedic movies but don't like to read comedic books for instance so you know it's just the i think it's the platform more than the the comedy maybe i don't know and, or maybe i just think i'm funnier than other people and that, that could very well be it but what i wanted to call in though what triggered this was you mentioned that there was a rumors of a tv show and i'm wondering when that was because there was a tv show in the 80s right around this time period called voyagers And in this TV show, a young, maybe 12, 13-year-old boy, similar, uh, he gets picked up mistakenly by a voyager who is basically this guy that needs to go through time fixing problems. And he's got a little uh, magic device that allows him to move around. Of course, the 
he's, he's not stealing anything. And what happens is it's a fluke. And he goes to the time where the kid is. And that's not a time that he's supposed to be in. So his little device doesn't allow him to bring the kid back. So there you go. He got that part. But also he leaves his book, his history book. So he is not well versed in all the different history. And he goes to these areas. He knows his problems because his little device flashes red. But the kid is like a history nerd, right? So he knows stuff. So you see the connections. I'm curious if that TV show was inspired by to, uh, but the movie. I mean, it's really interesting because they have similarities. They're definitely different in a lot of ways. The TV show, it's a comedy, but it's not like this kind of comedy. It's not like slapstick over the top, you know, Monty Python-ish comedy. It's more kind of 1980s U.S. sitcom comedy. So, you know, laugh track and all that. So... <laughs> Anyways, I remember loving it as a kid, but I believe that the lead actor, which I did not know that when I was a kid, may have died or something. Something happened, and they stopped the show early. I think it was actually a fairly successful show, but the lead actor either died or got injured or something, so they couldn't continue. The lead adult actor, not the, the child. Anyways, I'm not sure if that's all accurate. I'm sure Jason knows. I always throw stuff out to Jason, but um, I'm driving, so I can't check it. But that's to my memory, because I remember Googling the show a while back, and it's hard to find because... I guess it's one of those shows that, you know, people don't remember enough to, to bother putting it on DVD and stuff. Anyways, great first movie uh, Monday. Of course, I guess if I had waited till the, the end, I would know what the next movie was and I could say if I was excited or like, oh, um, and I don't know that. So I guess you'll find out next month. Daniel Norton of Bandit's Keep there. And thank you very much, Daniel. I actually checked out the pilot of that Voyagers TV show. And yeah, there certainly are some similarities. It begins with a kid dreaming about being a swashbuckling pirate in a scene not unlike Sir Lancelot fighting his way through a wedding party in Monty Python's Holy Grail. He wakes up and we discover his guardians are assholes. Before you know it, there's a guy climbing in through his apartment window exclaiming, This isn't 1492. The kid's dog decides it wants to eat the guy's guidebook. Then he and the kid both fall out of the apartment window and into some kind of time tunnel before being unceremoniously dumped on some grassy knoll. I think it's safe to say that Time Bandits certainly is an influence there. As for the TV show I was referring to, it's something that's currently in production, being produced by Terry Gilliam and Taika Waititi. Uh, which doesn't sound like the worst idea ever. Certainly be interested to see how that turns out. Hopefully it won't trample my childhood dreams into the carpet like so many of Kevin's toys. Thanks very much for that call, Daniel. I hope next month's pick, Dragon Slayer, does not disappoint. And uh, just a reminder that the cut-off date for those messages is the 23rd of February. Contact me via email at spencer.freethrall at gmail.com or at speakpipe.com slash keep off the borderlands. I look forward to hearing from you.